This is one song, an up-close and intimate look into the songwriter's favorite creation. I ask the artist to pick the one song that they would like to talk about, then I try not to ask too many questions. I'm hoping that if we slow down a little, get to know the artist and why they wrote this one song, that we can experience this one song in a whole different light. Dana Manning is the real deal. If you see her perform, you'll know what I mean. She knows how to write a song and she knows how to bring that song home. When I first saw her perform, I instantly respected her and well, I just liked her. It stands to reason really when you read her bio. Signed to EMI Network Records, she performed at Lilith Fair, number 15 on the Much Music charts and all when she was a teenager. She's recorded and produced many solo albums and is now part of Trent Severn. This three-piece band have made a mandate to sing only songs about the Canadian way of life. They've been featured in Maclean's magazine, had many national television performances, played a ton on the CBC, and even Chris Hadfield listened to them when he was up in space. My name's Tamara Williamson, and this is Dana Manning's One Song. Tell me why this song. Uh... I think with songwriting, it's very hard to have perspective on uh, what is going to resonate with people, what is good, what is bad, when you're there writing it, at least for me, because it's so such an emotional process for me. Um, and this song I chose because of how it's connected with other people. Because it was... Uh, a bit of a surprise to me. Yeah. When you wrote this song, tell me about where you were. Um, I was actually in this room, <laughs> which is neat. Um, I met uh, I met an attic studio in Stratford, Ontario, and we were working on the Trent Severn Trillium record. And I engineer and produce that record, and I've engineered our most recent one. And uh, so I felt it was missing a ballad. I'm missing a, that final kind of piece that completed it to make it a, a work. Um, Cause that's what I'm into. I'm really into writing albums and writing a musical experience. Uh, and it was February of 2015. And it was the, that really bad, really bad, heavy snowfall winter. We, we've kind of had two good ones now. There was so much snow. It felt like super relentless. And it was probably mid-February. And I was up here in the attic and you can see that there's a skylight up here behind me. Um, and it was just kept getting covered in snow, covered in snow and more snow and more darkness was coming. And I just didn't want to go anywhere and I didn't want to leave. And then I saw that it had been announced that it was a snow day and I thought, about the relief that everyone would feel from that snow day. And that really, in the grand scheme of things, snow lets us slow down, right? Yeah. Um, and it actually brings this lovely beauty to our lives that our lives that are so fast right now, right? Yeah. So I wanted to, to pay tribute to, to the fact that the, that sweet secret relief inside that 
when they announce a snow day or when you have to slow down and drive behind the plow because you can't see because you have to be careful and um, how the snow prints that you left when you walked in the building were gone when you went outside and the past has been erased and um, yeah that the subtle beauty that 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 snow really brings to our lives (laughs) really yeah yeah when I listened to it I felt it was like a it's like a relationship song it's like a love song so I was right it's like a ballad Mm -hmm. but it's not and I I first listened to it and I was like is this is this about more or is this simply about that kind of that lovely feeling you get when it snows you really go into a different world right yeah, well, I think it is about more. Someone recently, actually, a kid recently said to me, "You know, this song's about the snow, but it's also about people." And and I said, "Yeah, well, that's that's where we where we can find how to relate to the snow and how to relate to stories and and all those different kinds of things." And yeah, it's just been a song that's resonated with people and. And I've had people email me about it and, um, nice. yeah, it's just, just one that, that is, um, lasted a long time for people, I think. Yeah. Do you find that when I was listening to it, it seems like a sad song and then it sort of resolves. Did you, did you want to not make it too sad when you were writing it? Yeah, I, I think that I was definitely like longing for company at that time. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, yeah. Yeah. So like personally, I was working really hard and um, didn't really have anyone in my life and just imagining um, what it would be like if my love came by and we let yeah. the fire and, you know, um, all those things I that. I was trapped inside the studio and I actually, I honest, I, I stayed in the studio for three days. I, there's a bedroom downstairs. That song started. I didn't have the second verse and I had, I had the first verse and chorus and I needed it, the second verse to be perfect. And I stayed here until it was done. And I've never done that before. Like I usually will walk away and come back, but I just really wanted to stay in the environment. I was snowed in as well, but I was <laughs> right. definitely longing to be snowed in with someone else and not just by myself. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling from it. There's this, yeah, like I said, there's this sort of a sadness to it. And then I, I almost feel like you go, oh, no, I shouldn't be too sad. And you sort of lighten yeah. it. <laughs> um, how many How many songs do you think a rough idea how many songs do you think you've written in your career 70 I would say that my catalog is probably about 70 big and I did take a long break um in my mid-20s to early 30s I didn't write a lot it was um I was signed really early to a large record company and I really had a hard time navigating that and I just really wanted to get away from Um, the music business part of everything and just find my creative muse again in my own way. And that's how kind of Trent Severn was, was born, was kind of connecting with people and community and the land um, when I was living in Northern BC. Um, And I 
I came back and uh, did a show with M. We'd done a lot of shows together and um, she had an idea for a folk group that wrote songs about Canada and I was already kind of writing these community-oriented songs and um, so that was really fun to reconnect with songwriting in that way where it wasn't about um, necessarily my own experiences all the time um, and the Trent Severn really changed my songwriting in that that I look for different perspectives. And I don't know if I would have written Oh Snow if Trent Severn didn't exist because it has to have this uniquely um, local experience really um, to be included in the works and, and flow properly. Yeah. It's kind of a relief to write songs that aren't too introspective, I think. Yeah, that it is a it is a real relief and it's a lot easier. Having parameters around a project just makes it easier to complete. <laughs> you know. The yeah. the the path is thinner and um easier to stay on. And I find that then you get to research other stories or other things that are going on and you learn so much. Exactly. Yeah. It just makes you, makes you such a more interesting, um, writer, I think. And, um, and person, I just, I just feel like my world is so, so enriched by that, this experience with this particular band. And I still write solo and I do lots of duo product projects. I have a fun duo gig that I do with a fiddle player called Dan Stacy, named Dan Stacy in town. Um, and it's fantastic because I get to play reels and jigs and just back him up on fiddle sometimes. And um, he'll play wicked lines through my stuff. But I, I like to m make sure that I'm challenging myself all the time. And Trent Severn definitely, I don't know if I would have continued a um, career in music if it wasn't for a new project that was an excite that excited me yeah it's so great to work in a band environment oh it's so great <laughs> like when you're on your own a lot in just writing songs on your own I think it's a very lonely thing it's like touring on your own mm -hmm. uh, it can really the build up on you right but if you have your friends around you and you know it's, it's just such a relief it really is and you, you know, you can't, even as we get older, your energy level's a little less consistent. Um, I find it harder to remember things because I have too much, oh, too yeah. many things on my plate and um, all these different things. And it's so amazing to just be able to say to two other people, look, I'm having a really bad day. Just be sensitive to me today. And maybe you could help me with this one thing. And we all do that to each other often yeah um and we're really there for each other and then um we call going on tour tourcation now because <laughs> it's actually like the fun easier thing to do in our lives yeah as opposed to organizing the tours or marketing their records you know because we're so DIY everyone is these days right so that yeah. it's really great to um to get out there with folks and yeah I don't even I don't book a lot of solo stuff because I don't enjoy the traveling alone and the setting up everything alone and um you know you have to enjoy your life yeah, yeah you know your life the big thing is that i realized young was that the life was the work of art not necessarily the art um and i think that it's really important that artists don't lose perspective on that <laughs> yeah 
You 